Well, hello everybody. Welcome to season two, episode twenty-six. It's the Baggies broadcast. I'm your host Nathan Judy. This week, of course, as ever, ever present on the Baggies broadcast, uh, we've got Mr. Matthew Wilson, West Brom correspondent. Matt, how was your weekend down south? Yeah, it was good. It was a very um, enjoyable goalless draw. Um, first of the season, so I suppose it was always destined to come at some point. But uh, considering the team, I think everyone can be pretty pleased with that. I do, I do like going to Brighton, though. It is kind of like a fun place. Although Brighton in January is probably different to Brighton in July, I would say. I love Brighton. I, mean, I was I was brought up in Worthing, which is oh, really? about, I didn't know yeah, that. about 40 minutes down yeah, the road. Yeah, yeah. So we used to go out in Brighton a lot. Um, I could move down there, back down there. It's, it's so expensive now, though. It is, yeah. But I just like I like the coast. I miss the coast and the sea air. Sea, it's the seagulls. It's just it's just it just puts you at ease, doesn't it? It's nice. The only problem with um, the stadium, which is really nice, by the way, mm. fantastic mm. facilities. Doing a good job, there. haven't they? Um, but you park a bit quite far oh, away. It's a and proper all, walk, isn't it? And I also took the wrong. I took a wrong turning oh. as well. So um, it's a nightmare to get around because you've got to go all the way around down like a little tunnel, don't you? And then it's, yeah. So I went right. Yeah. rather than left you know out the car park yeah, 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 yeah. and I walked all the way to the stadium and then came to this massive gate oh, that I couldn't no. get through so I had to go all the way back around to oh, no. about 20 minutes yeah it's a good bit of cardio to get to get into the ground but well, once there people, you're in there were people were, yeah the people were running down there so it's, it's, there's a lot of um, it looks like a little sort of athletics facility or something yeah like yeah, yeah. So, yeah it was good walk on the pier for you a little bit of arcades no or mate I just got in fish got, and chips got in got out didn't do it didn't do it it's too far away it's it was three hours. Yeah, so yeah, it is. Yeah, just get in, get out. Had a had a busy Sunday planned with the family. So okay, fair fair play. Um, I mean, it was nearly just you because I heard from Hatfield on Sunday. Nearly didn't get in, didn't get accreditation. That's your fault, isn't it? You were supposed to book it. Oh, uh, blame me exactly. His job to book all accreditation. Right, okay. I think he tried to blag it, but he got in anyway. But yeah, great press facilities, aren't they? It's amazing, yeah. And the pie was top notch. Ah, well, there's a question about the pie later on in, in, the, in the questions, the, the, the important questions that will be coming up soon. But yes, nil-nil, obviously, you know, unspectacular. However, um, for, you know, for two kind of, in inverted commas, second string sides, there was plenty of positives to come out of the game. Yeah, I thought so. Um, I mean, I, I put it in today's paper that, um, you know, it's the first goalless draw of the season, but... The 3,500 Albion fans who, who travelled down, when they saw the team sheet, they may have been a bit annoyed, perhaps. Mm. Um, you know, I do think Darren Moore's hands were tied somewhat by an injury crisis in midfield. You know, he's got five central midfielders out at the moment. Yeah. Um, but obviously the likes of Dawson, Higazi, Rodriguez, Gale, they were also rested. Um, and he played a very, I mean... <sighs> I don't want to use the word weak because I think that's unfair. Mm. But he played, you know, what essentially was his second string. Um, but they more than held their own, I thought, particularly in the second half. I thought first half, Brighton were on top for large spells. I thought Basuma looks like a really good player for them. And I and after the 15 minutes, I thought he was going to run the show. Yeah, because he was skipping past um, Alvin's youngsters with a bit too much ease. Mm. But they really grew into the game. Um, the West Brom players and um, you know that midfield trio of, of Field, Harper and Edwards can hold their heads up high for the way they performed. Um, you know, there's been a a feeling in my mind that Harper, as as brilliant as he's been, yeah, and as as much potential as he's got, you know, he has been playing alongside Gareth Barry and, mm-hmm. and that helps. Mm-hmm. But on Saturday, you there was no Gareth Barry there. Yeah. Um, there was no Chris Brunt, there was nobody experienced to guide them through the game and they got through it. I thought Wes Houlihan Arguably did that job a little bit, coming dropping in deep yeah. from the false nine position. He was almost a, another extra midfielder at times. 
But and he's got that experience, that know-how to, to, to be in the right place. The right oh, time he played really well, I thought. Mm. But um, but I think you know when you when you look at the team and and, and seven of the of the starting eleven were twenty five or under, mm-hmm. you know that bodes well for the future. West Brom have had a have had a very have had an aging squad for a long time. Uh, uh, and sorry, go on. I'm, I'm I'm just saying that you know there are youngsters coming through now mm-hmm. and they're getting minutes, um, particularly in the cup. Under, um, under Darren Moore. I've identified three of the players that, that I think you've singled out in, in your player rating, so maybe a little, a little bit about them. Uh, first of all, Jonathan Bond, not a lot of people know about him before the game, but, but did himself um, the world of good. I know. I'll be in secret agent. Secret agent, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's uh, 180 minutes of football, two games for, jo- for Jonathan Bond, and he's not conceded a goal yet. Ah, Didn't, he wasn't very busy against Wigan, but he was man of the match on Saturday. There's no getting around it. Mm-hmm. Um, he pulled off save after save. A lot of them you'd expect him to make, but there were a couple that were fantastic, particularly one that, that pushed Dale Stevens' um, shot onto the post. Um, and he looked really calm. And even distribution as well. You know, He was passing the ball out to Adra Bio at the back. Um, and that was one thing that was really pleasing for me, the way that they passed through Brighton. Yeah. Um, this young team trusting each other in possession, on the ball, in their own half. I was impressed with that. Mm. For, and that was the whole back four and the midfield. Um, but back to Bond, yeah, I mean, that's... It, it was a fantastic performance. And he's now leapfrogged by his mile in the pecking order mm. to um, second choice. Mm-hmm. And um, there's no reason why in, in you know him and Johnston can't, in years to come, be a fantastic one and two. Yeah. Um, you know, they're both 25. They're both developing as goalkeepers mm-hmm. because, you know, they do develop a bit later. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't see why, why they can't be the next Foster and Myhill. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, Foster was fantastic, um, and you do you do some you do really well to emulate him. But um, yeah, it bodes well for the goalkeeping department. And a shrewd signing in the summer, yeah. it turns out, or it looks certain at mm-hmm. the moment because they picked him up on the free. Kyle Bartley obviously had his critics this season. Um, has, that, has that to make way in, in, in playing the league games? But had a better game that's going to give him, you know, plenty of confidence going forward. Well, I think <laughs> I feel sorry for Bartley because you know, for the first half, third of the season, he was playing as a left centre back mm-hmm. and asked to essentially be the playmaker on that left hand side. And in this new system, that is a role that is done by the midfielder, whether it's uh, Gareth Barry or Chris Brunt or Sam Field. They drop into that role, pick the ball up, and start the pattern to play. So it was unfair for the first third of the season to ask Bartley to do that because the last two games that he's played in the FA Cup, we've seen what he's about. Yeah. He's a right-sided centre-half yeah. who, when when he's played in his correct position, he looks like a different player. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he was... It, it wasn't just his defending um, on Saturday which impressed me, which which was pretty faultless, it has to be said. But it was the fact how composed and assured he looked on the ball as well. Yeah. He was stepping out with it. He, there was one point where he... He took it round two players, and he just looked. He never looked like he was going to lose it. Mm. I just mm. uh, him and Adarabio together were absolutely fantastic, and um, it was a day for defenders really because uh, Dan Byrne and Shane Duffy also played well for Brighton. But yeah. um, I think you know that was a really encouraging performance from Bartley against Premier League opposition. Mm-hmm. And okay, Brighton were a bit toothless; they don't score many goals anyway. Yeah, um, and their strikers lacked a bit for mm. me, but. I think he can be really proud of, of that performance and, and it's and, it, and it's good news for Albin. He he looks like as a third choice or fourth choice centre back, mm. 
he looks like a solid squad player to come in and you know if Dawson or Higazi are, are injured has he got enough ability to let's say fingers crossed that Albion go up into the Premier League next season to be part of that Premier League squad or do you think that he, this is about his level you'd, you'd have to play you'd have to play a sort of resolute back four mm-hmm. I think Darren Moore's um, I think his aim is eventually to get the team passing out from the back and, yeah. and playing yeah. uh, back mind you Bartley did it, did it well to be fair to mm. him on Saturday against Premier League because that's when he looked ropey at the start of the season well, when yeah, they were playing it out it is yeah that's where he, that's, it didn't look like his game I thought you know he looks like a towering no nonsense defender mm. and he certainly got that in his locker mm. I think it's amazing what confidence can do and, and I think it's amazing that you know he's been taken out the limelight a little bit and dropped back in into his preferred position. He looks a different player so I'm pleased for him and, and, and hopefully more to come. Whether he's ready for the Premier League, we'll wait and see. And someone else who's obviously come to the fore recently and um, you can just see what confidence does is, is Sam Field. Another, yeah. another really good performance. I know. And another person playing in his preferred position. Um, you know, for the for the first team, his limited chances for the first team off the bench. He's been asked to be the sort of the shuttler, the dynamic box to box presence, probably because of his age and probably because of the players that we've got in the squad. Yeah. We've got Barry and Brunt who and Livermore who who are who sit deep as the holders or are more attuned to that. Um, but Field yesterday was that did that role, mm-hmm. and I thought it was an incredibly mature performance from him because, as well as demanding the ball and mopping up danger he was the one that started Albion going he was the one that um, he was the one that was um, almost dictating their play and he well he did the Gareth Barry role essentially and I thought that was um, a fantastic his best performance for Albion this season um, and, I, and I was I was incredibly impressed and I th- that is the sort of performance that I was expecting from him this year. Mm-hmm. Um, had he played a bit more, I, I, that was that's the player that I've seen, yeah. or the potential I've seen in him. Um, and for him to play like that against Brighton was fantastic. Um, and you know, you look at that midfield, and you look at Harper and Field, and and also to a lesser extent Edwards, who was mm-hmm. playing out out of position, and serves a lot of credit for that. Um, but you look at that, and you think, well, why couldn't that be? Sure, Albion's midfield in, sure. in years to come because Barry Brunt and Marlson aren't going to last forever mm-hmm. um, you know you, you need you need these players to step up at some stage and what was the most encouraging thing about that is that um, you know these players are being developed by Darren Moore mm-hmm. just because they're not um, playing, week in, week, playing week in week out he does have a long term plan for them I think that's clear mm. um, he does have a lot of belief in them as well. I think that's also clear. I mean, some of the stuff he said about um, Harper and, and Sam Field, about being future captain of the club. Um, and a lot of fans say, well, actions speak louder than words and these players are only playing because of the injury crisis in midfield. But you just you do have to look at the players ahead of them. You know, Livermore, England international, Barry, England international, Phillips, fantastic player. Yeah. Um, but there are, there are signs that he, he is developing them. He has, he has got a plan for each of these players uh, about how to develop them and get them ready for the first team, and it requires this sort of drip-fed games and, and stepping up when and taking your chance when you get those chances. But I think the the crucial thing is, you know, we live in an age where people are obsessed with transfers and trading and 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 things like that. Mm. But actually, there seems to be a lot of coaching going on behind the scenes sure. on these players, and mm-hmm. um, they seem to be getting better. You know, this if you go back to the game against Crystal Palace in September, and they got. 
I mean, they basically got um, a lesson from a mm-hmm. Premier League side there. Mm-hmm. Got beaten 3-0, mm-hmm. you know. That was the same second string. This second string looked a lot more resolute sure. um, on, uh, on, on Saturday and, yeah, earned, earned a draw. And they fully deserved it. And I know to replay, whether it's next Tuesday or next Wednesday, we'll, we'll, we'll soon see, soon find out. Um, and the this, moment is scheduled for Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday is scheduled at the moment, but I think the Wolves game is as well, and, and maybe, there's, maybe there might be some, some right. change in that oh, with yeah, policing, etc. Yeah. We'll see. Um, this, this 11, or, or this 15-16, this earn the right to play again, and you think Darren Will will use the same, the same squad? I think he will. I mean, th- there are a couple of things that need to be sorted out. You know, Wes Houlihan, Tyro Mears, their contracts are up um, at the end of the month. Do you extend them to the end of the season? I would say yes. I mean, I, I think Houlihan is a, it's a, such a tidy player to have as a squad player. If he's willing to stay, because I think he wants to play for as much football as possible. Because he's in around the training ground for the youngsters yeah. just to seeing that. And yeah. it's, it's so helpful. He's, a, he's an infectious character as well, the way he plays football. He just wants to be on the ball the whole time. And he, you know, I... I I think if, if he if he's willing to stay, I think Alvin should should keep him. Yeah. Um, Tyrone Mears as well. I mean, you know, I I don't really remember him putting a foot wrong mm-hmm. on Saturday, and he's not made too many errors really. Yeah. I mean, if you think about Adarabio when he was when Adarabio was playing right back, he made some he made some errors that led to goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, he played fantastic on mm-hmm. Saturday. He was been played that position, but I don't really remember Mears making. Too many errors, sure. Especially as a right back rather than a wing back. As a wing back, he does he lacks he lacks sort of the presence of Phillips to get up and down. And there were times when Livermore and, and others would be waving him up the, the pitch. Mm-hmm. But as a as a functional right back, particularly in a game like that when it backs to the walls, I think he did okay. I don't I don't think you can complain. And as an inexpensive cover, sure. You know, remembering that you also have Anna Rabio and Dawson who can play right back if things get really messy. But as an as inexpensive cover for Holgate, I don't see why that's should be should be a problem. Um, Albion Albion's defence looks pretty solid now. They've got a back four that is keeping clean sheets in the league. They've got a back four, um, a second string back four that looked pretty good on Saturday. Yeah, I would be funneling funds in the January transfer window in the last four days further forward to uh, the, the top end of the pitch. And you've got to think that Brighton will probably play a second string as well, especially coming up to West Brom next week with, with, with the situation in the Premier League. Is it a help or hindrance playing all these games now? You know, obviously the target is, is Premier League football and, and the league. So do, does it start becoming a, a slightly frustrating thing or is it great? Just more games and, and, and you know, the, plenty of young players to play. I think the way you've got to look at it is he'll play the same team because they've earned the right. Mm-hmm. Um, some of those players might be set out on loan. You know, mm-hmm. there's the potential that Carl Edwards could go out on loan. Um, maybe even John Leeco as well. I think Field and Harper are probably going to stay for the yeah. season now because they're, they're just too important at the moment. They're too close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you've also got Hulahan and Mears, as I mentioned. But I think he'll play the, you know, almost the, the nucleus of that team. Mm-hmm. I think he will play again. I mean, you can't drop Bond, for example. Mm-hmm. So, um, what did Brighton do? You know, you look at the, the FA Cup... It's opened up. Mm. There's so many teams. True. So many teams have gone out. Yeah, um, there's eight Premier League teams left in it now. I think it might even be. I think it's seven. seven maybe seven. Is I think it's seven. Okay. So you look at the last. It'd be interesting to see what the draw mm. gives. Um, that might that might play into huge hands. If you get Man City away, yeah, might be a bit of a, a bit of a, te- a lesser team. But if you get in the last sixteen, Wolves or Shrewsbury at home. Well, <laughs> I was thinking more like you know one of the one of the League One sides yeah, yeah, or whoever yeah. it is yeah, yeah, that, course, that's yeah. still in. And then, Dons or yeah, whatever, then yeah. I, you know, um, Wimbledon or someone like yeah. that. Then I think Hutton might think, 
well, we've got a chance to get to the quarterfinals mm-hmm. here. Let's pick a strong side. Yeah, any one game away from Wembley all of a sudden. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think um, that might that I think that might impact on Hewton's um, thinking. But you know, I know Hewton made changes on mm-hmm. Saturday, but that was still a strong side. Yeah, you no, know, Knockart, plenty of good players. Knockart, yeah. Nakardi is sixteen Lockardia, million. Yeah, yeah, Asuma yeah. was fifteen million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had Shane Duffy at the back with Dan Byrne, who was is being recalled and was man was their man of the match. Yeah. Um, Bruno is you know their captain and experienced guy. Um, Dale Stevens is a is I think he plays the majority of the games. I mean, he might be second choice behind David Proper, but he's a good he's a good operator. That was a that was a strong strong enough side anyway. It wasn't like it wasn't the kids like mm-hmm. Alvin played. Um, so yeah, I, I think. Um, Who would you rather have in the, in the draw tonight if you could choose anyone? Uh, I reckon when it gets to this stage you want the lowest ranked team you do still okay I okay. think so yeah, yeah. Because, even I mean, the way Albion are in their season you don't want to go to a big boy or you don't no, want to have like a local derby I'm or something like that. that I mean obviously Wolves well, I was going to say would you rather have a Wolves, wolves at home Wolves or Shrewsbury Wolves or Shrewsbury would be would be fun would be fun yeah it would be fun yeah it would be it would be yeah, they were fun. close in the last. Hour. I thought we were going to do it. I think when we were at the game. But together. I think I think if you, it's difficult, isn't it? Because they've only actually won one mm. FA Cup game. So, mm. but the draws opened up. So yeah, if yeah. you get if you get a lower league opposition, yeah. uh, why not? Why yeah. not? And yeah. you, you get past Brighton. All of a sudden, there's six Premier League teams course, left. Course, 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 yeah. And they could all get drawn against each other. You never you know, know, could know, you? Yeah. You might not play Premier League side until the final. It's, it's happened. Um, I think when they got to the semi-finals in 2008, they played one Premier yeah. League side, and that was in the third round. Mm. I think. I'll have to check, but I think that you know it was pretty. It does happen, yeah, and we look. We look like we could be heading. If the two Man, if the two Manchester clubs draw each other tonight, mm. oh, the yeah. draw is open yeah, up like no one's business. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, but before um, before FA Cup next week, before Saturday's game, which we'll preview in a little bit, of course we've got um, an interesting Thursday ahead, Matt. Probably a busy Thursday for you. Not so much for other clubs in our area, I don't think, but for you, it could be a very interesting day. It is transfer deadline day. How are things brewing at this moment in time? Well, and they need some players in. I yeah. mean, they need some attackers because they need at least one, I reckon two, because they've obviously lost Barnes on loan. Um, Burke, okay, Burke wasn't really playing, to be fair, mm. so I, I wouldn't count that too much. But Sacco's gone back to Palace as yeah. well. Um, and they've freed up these £30,000 a week wages so they can do a bit more business. I think they need to bring, a, I think they need to bring at least two attackers in. Okay. Um, For starters? Yeah, I think I would imagine, yeah. I mean, I don't. As I said earlier, I don't think they need defenders. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tyrone Mings that was 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 close to joining, um, but I think actually they're probably they might go with what they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you know I, I wouldn't rule it out. Put it mm-hmm. that way. Um, but I think that I just don't see where he doesn't get into the starting lineup for mm-hmm. me. He doesn't get in ahead of Gibbs, and I don't know if he would if he would come without the guarantee of first team mm-hmm. football. Um, why would you swap a Premier League bench for a Championship bench? That's you know sure. that, that's my own yeah, opinion. Yeah, so uh, that might put the mockers on that. But um, but you've gone for two start two two, two targets today in your, in, your, in uh, online at Express and Star. What who are those two targets? So Jacob Murphy from Newcastle is still the primary target, um, as far as I understand. Good player, I think he'll fit in. Yeah, he played on Saturday in the FA Cup, and Newcastle mm. got knocked out again, and they always get knocked out <laughs> in the do, third yeah. or fourth round. Um, I think that's twelve years in a row for them, which is shocking. <sighs> is that what it is? Yeah, since I, ever since Ashley came in, they've not gotten further than the fourth <sighs> round. It's astonishing. I know it's dreadful, isn't it? So he's not needed. Um, I, th- I think Benitez would like to get another one in before they let him go out, mm. but it seems that Alvin are pushing hard for this, right? Um, and 
you could imagine Murphy mm-hmm. is thinking, well, I'm not playing mm-hmm. at Newcastle. Mm-hmm. I can go and play at a top end championship club. Yeah. And he will play. You know, yeah. he's the, he, he is essentially the Barnes replacement. Yeah. So, Good enough, the same, or you, you take it well, he did well. Of... He did well in the championship with Norwich. I haven't seen too much of him, so no, I'm not, I mean, I've not seen too much of him either. Mm. But he did well in the championship with Norwich, mm. so um, he's young, he's pacey, he's you know, he's, he's yeah. versatile, he, knows he can play, well. he knows the league, he can mm. play all along that forward line. Mm. I think it would be a, a shrewd signing. Mm. Um, and then the, the curveball, the other curveball is um, Fulham bad boy mm. Abubakar Kamara, who was arrested last week. <laughs> yes, he's been in the headlines a few times so, recently. I mean, I think the reason that why they're looking at this is because financially it would be a yeah. really a really good deal to do. You know, Fulham want him away; mm-hmm. they just want him gone. Mm-hmm. So, I, it might not even cost anything to buy. And wages, I mean, a decent he, player. He was champ. Is he? Is he, I mean, yeah, I haven't seen yeah, much decent, of him. I'm not decent convinced. Player. Is he? Oh, you know, I think. I mean, I've seen him a few times this season. I think he's been all right. Yeah, I quite like him. He's got three goals. He's, he's fiery. Yeah, he's fiery. So there, there are two ways of looking at this. One. Is this a disaster? When why on earth are you signing this lad who's who's you know ripped a penalty mm-hmm. away from Mitrovic, ignored his mm-hmm. manager's de- um, demands, um, has been arrested after a, a, an altercation at, at the training ground at Fulham is now banned from the Fulham training ground? Why on earth would you upset the Apple Cup by bringing in such a such a, a character like that? Mm-hmm. That is. Probably my personal opinion. I don't think it should be one they should be chasing. Could you uh, could you do a loan with a view to a permanent? Give it, you know, dangle that carrot, so to speak. Let's see. Let's go and play uh, for a contract. No, well, I don't know. I don't know. And you've how, got that get out yeah, clause. I maybe maybe you maybe you. That's how you would do it. Um, yeah, uh, and 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 maybe that's how you would make it even more financially viable mm-hmm. because you say, look, we'll take him on loan, mm-hmm. we'll take him off your hands, mm-hmm. and we'll only pay half his wages, mm-hmm. and then therefore for them go right, we'll wash our hands of yeah. him. Yeah. Um, you know, we're saving money because we're in a contract with him, mm-hmm. but they'll just have him and they can deal with him. Um, so maybe, maybe it could be that. Um, but I suppose you, Darren. You know, a lot of players have have enjoyed a bit of redemption under Darren Moore. Gareth Barry, for example, mm-hmm. is now you know, it's polar yeah. opposite to where he was twelve yeah. months ago. Yeah. Um, he was public enemy number one at the end of last season. Mm-hmm. Now look at him. Um, Craig Dawson as well is, mm-hmm. is sort of come back from a. Should we say an interesting summer? Yeah, um, and is now an important part of the team. So um, there are players that that have done this under Darren Moore before, um, and, and it's he, the environment they're going into as well. If it's a little bit, you know, and obviously struggling at the bottom of the table, the, the players on the backs. There's obviously pressure on the management as well, infighting in the team. That that all this gets when there's a team that's struggling at the bottom of the table, as we saw in Albion last year. Saw last year yeah. If you've got a feel good factor, if you've got a good training run, if you've got a good backroom staff. Then maybe you know. Yeah. That, I think that I think that helps helps someone coming into that that kind of a, you know a winning environment, so to speak. Yeah, and no, I do trust Darren Moore's judge of character. To be fair, um, but this looks like an odd one. And look, from what I understand, it, it's 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 one of many options mm. that they're looking at. Um, and it, and you know those discretions that have been sure. in, the, in the press will be taken into account mm. when they when they decide. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got reservations about it personally. So, um, but look, you can't really judge him. In, if it, if it happens, we just got to wait and see mm-hmm. what the impact mm-hmm. is. Um, like you say, if he comes and and sits on the bench and provides some some pace off the bench mm-hmm. and scores the odd goal, then yeah, yeah fair enough. But it looks like a really odd one for me. I don't, I don't know why you'd upset the apple cart in that way by bringing in such a such a character. But the. There could be a couple of names from absolutely nowhere. The trickle down effect with Premier League clubs and some some people are able for loan if they get big targets in last minute. So 
I'm sure that Albion are aware, uh, aware of that. And Albion would be a very attractive prospect for someone who is looking to, to go out as well. I mean, goodness me. That's the one thing I think they've got going in their favour is that, um, you know, Mings was keen to come because I think as well as... As well as being near the top of the table um, and going for promotion, I mean, I, I think the signing of Mason Holgate looks a fantastic yeah. one. And it's, it's quite impressive that they've managed to get him, I mm. think, personally. Um, but I also think that players are wanting to come and play for Darren Moore. You know, they are seeing um, a manager who is on an upward trend. Yeah. You know, he made so many headlines towards the end of last season and he's just continued mm-hmm. to perform well this season. Mm-hmm. They're thinking... Oh, it seems like a nice environment, uh, yeah. you know, over there. there. There's lots of players doing well. Um, you know, I wonder if Jacob Murphy's been on the on the blower to Dwight Gale, saying, mm. you know, "What's it like down yeah, there? Yeah. Is it worth coming? Is it what's the environment mm-hmm. like?" And I'm sure Gale's only said positive things. You know, there was um, after the Bolton game, there was um, a video doing the rounds of, uh, of of Gale and Rodriguez's interview on Sky Sports afterwards, and they just look like they're having fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a completely different atmosphere to last season. So the word gets around. You know, football is a village. Yeah, everyone knows everyone. So I I I think they will be an attractive proposition for players, and I I don't think they should be having too much trouble signing or bringing players in on loan, mm-hmm. certainly. Um, but if the right player comes up, is there money there to, to buy, do, do you believe? And if so, how much are we talking about? They've got money to buy if they, if they need to. Um, but you've got to weigh up the financial risk. Um, you know, they've obviously taken out this, this loan with Barclays. Um, but the problem is, if you buy someone a permanent and hand them a, what, a three-year deal mm. and then you don't go up, you know, are you going to get the same caliber of a player as if you uh, loan a player in from the Premier League and say, "Look, just come stay with us to the end of the season. If yeah. you go up, then we'll reassess. And if we if we don't go up, then you go back to your Premier League club and do what you want to do." You're going to get a better caliber of player, I think. I don't think Albion could have signed Mason Holgate on a permanent. No, you know, I don't think Albion could have, would have ever been able to sign Harvey Barnes on a permanent. Yeah. So it's about what sort of caliber you want, and mm-hmm. I think actually think that although. They've been reliant on loan deals a bit this season. Mm. It's not necessarily the end of the world because hopefully this is a temporary stay in the championship yeah. and then you can reassess in the summer. So I would be looking at one, two, no, actually definitely two loan deals for attackers. One who has left already, Bakary Sacco, strange one really, going back to Palace. It was a strange situation. The whole Strange thing. signing. I mean, he's obviously, he's obviously impressed in training. And I can maybe understand why because he's obviously got a bit about him. Mm-hmm. Um, but he could never, he was not justifying those £30,000 a week wages. You know, he, he took a while to get up to speed. Um, and then when he was fit, he was barely getting into the squad, just came coming off the bench. I mean, that, his substitute appearance against Hull was absolutely dreadful. Um he only played 160 minutes of uh, mm. of league football. I mean, one thing I would say is that his goal in the FA Cup got Albion quite a bit of prize money. So I suppose he's repaid a little bit of it there. Yeah. But you know, for me, is he worth is he worth thirty thousand pound a week more than Lico? Okay, Lico's Lico mm. will be on something, mm-hmm. but Lico's an academy graduate. Mm-hmm. So is he worth whatever it is? Yeah. Say Lico's on five grand a week. I'm, sure. I'm not sure if he is, but yeah. say he is. Yeah. Um, is he worth twenty five grand a week more mm-hmm. than Lico? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, strangely, he's resigned for Palace, well, Premier I think, League club. I think Palace are desperate, and I think mm-hmm. his, his wage demands have probably gone down. They also, 
they also um, offered him a new deal in the summer that he turned down. So yeah. he might now have gone back to them and, and said, oh. well, apparently Roy Hodgson came in and approached Albion and said, look, he's not playing for you. We'll take him back. Yeah. And Sacco jumped at the chance, which mm. you would do to get back mm. into the Prem. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. considering he's not playing for a championship club. Um, yeah, a strange one all round. Um, I, I, I'm surprised, you know, I'm surprised it didn't work out because I thought it, it would. But uh, I'm surprised he's gone back to the Prem. Um, but I'm not surprised Alvin have offloaded him. Um, they need to get someone in to replace him. Any more outgoings you can see? No, just just maybe some of the kids on loan. Okay. Um, need to find out what's going to happen with Fitzwater. He's going to go back to Warsaw. He's going to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. He can go somewhere else because he hasn't played for West, for West Brom this, yet this season. Carl yeah. um, Edwards, is he going to go out on loan to League One? Um, like I said, I think it now looks like Harper and Field might stay. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other outgoings, I can't see any of the big hitters going. Can't see Rodriguez or Dawson. Unless silly, some sort of ridiculous fee came in last minute. Yeah, unless someone came in off with your 30 mil, mm-hmm. but I don't think there's a market on either of them for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Phillips is injured. So, yeah. no, I just I, I can't see anyone going. I, I think, you know, they're in a good place at the moment. I think. A lot of those players will be thinking, well, we can get. Why would we go and join a struggling Premier League club and mm-hmm. and and potentially get relegated again and and, and do that? Or why don't we just stay in and, and reassess in the summer? Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Right. Got some questions from the people. The. Baggies, legends, here we go. Um, good question, Andrew Harris. Um, I think we touched on it before, but um, I'll see if your, your opinion's changed. Uh, Matt, would you actually not mind being promoted and staying in the Championship? I think it's a lot more exciting and enjoyable than the Premier League. I agree. I think the Championship's way more fun. But the problem is... Um, if you go can lie and see it. If you don't go up, mm. then you're going to lose those players that make it fun. And slowly, slowly but surely, um, you know... Those those players will leave. That being said, Albion have some talent in the academy, mm-hmm. and you could see quite a few of those players playing a few more minutes next yeah. season. Um, if 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 promotion wasn't achieved, um, I personally think that um, you know you always want to be the best you can be. Why not go back to the Premier League and try and be the best you can be in that division? Um, the only, I suppose, the only caveat you'd have would be well if you go back to the Prem are you, are you, would the would the um, the pathway for those youngsters then be blocked again mm-hmm. as it has been so much recently because it's a big step up um, that's just the way Premier League football is isn't it yeah. these days really you've got to be really special to be playing week in week out I feel yeah. I don't know I mean I don't know um, each fan will want will want a different thing I, I don't I think it's important financially to get to get promoted, as I've said before, because mm-hmm. Grouch Online is, is not putting any more of his money into the club, and the Championship is a division where the owners foot the bill. And actually, if, if he wants it to be self-sustaining, mm-hmm. then Albion need the Premier League money. So um, I think it's important to go up. Um, but I think I think the, the the fantastic work that the academy is doing at the moment mm-hmm. means that actually there is a plan. Or there could be a long-term plan if they don't go up. Well, that brings us nicely on to Mark Mansell's question. He says, The old adage of experienced footballers is losing gravitas by the year. Are West Brom following the right model by involving young players more? And should they feature more in league fixtures over Mears, Brunt and Morrison? Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't think Morrison's done too much wrong this season. I think he's played pretty well when he's, when he's been on the pitch. Um, I think Brunt... 
as I as I touched on before, um, the work what he does is he passes the ball forward, mm-hmm. um, and he plays m- the brave pass rather than the easy pass, which sometimes those academy kids are guilty of doing. Um, but yeah, I think there will come a time when 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 the likes of Harper and and, and Field need to uh, be picked over them, mm-hmm. but. We're all, we're almost at that stage at the moment where it's it's fifty fifty. Sure. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. sort of it's it's not obvious. Um, and I think I understand the point about Mears, but Alvin don't have a young right back apart from Kane Wilson, mm-hmm. who is currently out on loan, and he didn't really play much for um, for Warsaw. So I don't think he's ready to step up. So um, you know. We're we're coming to we're coming to the point where these players do need to be played, but I think we're, as I said earlier, I am I think Darren Moore's got a long term plan f- for the club and for those players, um, and it's one that we might see in fruition next season. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, maybe regardless of which division they're in. Um, Edward says, "Who who are the players if they didn't go up this season would would definitely leave?" You, you've got to say that. <laughs> Well, I can't say definite. You can't, you can't say definite for any of them, really, because I, I can't predict. Likely, let's say likely. I then. can't predict the future. Likely, I imagine you know Rodriguez, Dawson, mm-hmm. Phillips. Mm-hmm. Uh, no guarantee on Gale. Gibbs. Maybe. Maybe Higazi, if anyone was interested. Is this their so so saying that is this their best chance for the next two or three years to go up automatically? Do you feel? I think your chances dwindle the the more time you spend in the championship. Just look at Villa. I mean, the so way so it's smart they're... money to pay now. Should they should they go out and try and pay someone because this could be their best opportunity. This window now it might be too late in the summer if they don't do it. If they if they have got to spend 10, 12 million quid to get that right player to get them back up, isn't that isn't that the best? Isn't this the best time? To, even though January is a difficult time to to sign players, and you might have to pay over the odds. In Albion's situation and the environment and, and where it's going to go in next season in a couple of years' time, isn't this the right risk to take now? I completely understand the point and I agree with it. It's something I've written before. But I think, as I said earlier, the calibre of player you can get on loan is higher than the calibre of player you can sign. Okay. So I think they need to go out and get two two loan, good loan signings of Premier League quality player mm-hmm. that gets them over the line. Sophia outlined, is Wes Hulahan likely to get a contract extension this week? I think it depends on who comes in and whether Hulahan is, 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 sees or thinks that he's going to get enough football for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier, I would love to see him play, but it depends. It's one that will probably be... Because he's a, he, can be, he can be a free agent, yeah. there's no time frame on him. It's not So Albin can offer him a new deal... Friday if they mm. want but sorry <coughs> that's a sneeze so Alvin can offer a new deal mm-hmm. Friday if they want yeah. because you know his, his old contract his contract runs out on Thursday mm-hmm. so there's no you know and he can go and get a new deal after that at any other club there's no there's no time constraints so I don't imagine we're going to find out until Friday mm-hmm. once the dust settles yeah. maybe not even then because who might take some time to think about it Alvin might offer him a deal, he might think about it, blah, blah, blah. So I personally would like to see him stay. I, I think he's useful, um, very useful. But, um, it, it, you know, it's one of those that 
we, we've got to wait to see where they finish with what players they've got. Okay, last question. Um, Paul Harris, Luke said the Brighton pre-match press fair was pretty good. On par with Preston Pie or better? Right, well, it's a difficult one because... Okay, this, these are real questions. These this, are the this, real, is what, this, this is what people want to know. So, Not the, this transfer rubbish. So, the, the Preston Pie, which we waxed lyrical about early in the season... Yes, was, astonishingly was, waxed lyrical. ...was a deep, a deep field. Right. Um, really tall ham, hot, ham, hock... Leak and something else. Warm. It was, was, it warm, oh, was, it? was amazing. Okay. Oh yeah, it was warm. Yeah. Pastry decent. But you cut into it, mm. and you know, like that. If you especially got a deep pie, normally it just yeah. spills yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, just just flows out. Just, yeah. It just stood, stood, stayed oh, that's there. Nice, yeah. But it Firm. was not dry. Okay. It was so, that's your perfect pie. Then. It was amazing. I've never seen a pie do that. That's, in, that's astonishing. I know. It was, it was fantastic. Right. Now the Brighton pie was a different pie. Okay. Because okay? that was a single pot pie. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Brighton, Brighton pie was a big dish. Right, cut up. Oh, uh, got you, got you. Got okay, you. okay, okay. And um, but it was steak, nice, um, and thick, gorgeous red wine gravy. Oh yeah, with like little onions and oh, mush- mushrooms. Yeah. But the steak was so tender, and there were massive chunks. I mean, they were a huge. Chunk. I, had to, I had to cut. I had to cut the chunks up. They Goodness were big. me! And so you're going to get a little bit more spinach because of the gravy situation. You didn't have a little bit, little, but you need that. I feel. And th- they had the veg as well, and the, yeah. and then potatoes. It was. And it's it comfortable was comfortable to eat in as well. So it was different. Yeah. yeah, it was different. Mm. It was more hearty. Mm. But they were both they were both genuine they were both genuine ten out of ten pies. I mean, they were fight. so good. Can't so that. good. Is but, that the best you've had? where's the best you've eaten, do you reckon? Anywhere? The best food. Well the the most sort of outrageous and actually it's it's a Gluttonous. A bit uncomfortable is Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. I mean that's mm. a bit too much, I mm. think. I feel a bit guilty, you think mm. there are people there are fans Starving, out there. Yeah. Well, I was going to say just wasted. Well, I was going to say there are fans out there paying eight pound for a burger or something, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and you're eating. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's silly. Um, you know, they've got like fish boards and cheese boards yeah. that people can just pick at. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And like you say, you know, when you yeah, you you walk towards Stamford Bridge and there are people on the streets and mm. you think how much of this is actually getting wasted? Yeah. yeah, it's not very good. Although apparently they do give a lot of that to the homeless, I think. Okay. But yeah, that's a bit too. I think that's a bit too yeah, over, with, yeah. over exuberant. Yeah. Um, but I would say that Preston and, and Brighton, for the part in terms of in terms of the yes, taste of yeah, food, is up there. Old school, yeah, like up it. there with uh, up there with the best in the prem. Righty ho! Uh, so Saturday, uh, interesting game. Uh, your boys against my boys. It's uh, fourth against fifth. Uh, West Brom against Middlesbrough. Big game this, especially on, on, on the grand scheme of things. You know, a, a playoff or a, a promotion rival. Where do you see it going? Obviously, a completely different side. You know, most of the West Ham will be well rested, hopefully. Um, just, just, just a massive game, isn't it? It's a massive game, dripping with so much. I mean, up. goodness me! <laughs> Are you, you coming? Well, Luke's going. Luke's going. Oh, yeah, Luke's I going. You'd come. Don't you want to see? I'm, a, I'm at Everton. First time I've been to Everton. I've been to Everton before. Oh, actually, it's a really nice ground. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I've been to Everton as a fan, but not as a not. As, not oh, Goodison Park. Oh, the press is a bit. Tight, is it? A bit cramped. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. It's old school, but it's it's great ground. I, I, I don't want them to knock it down. Very nostalgic. Yeah. Um, I mean, who do you want to win between Albion and Borough? Oh, come on. Do you actually want Borough to win? Uh, well, do I want them to win, or do I, or what do I think the score is going to be? Or do you want them to win? I, mean, I, know, I know you're a Borough fan. Yeah, I want them to I win. I know you're yeah, a Borough fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I mean, you're, I, yeah, I know I, you, I I do you're want, not the biggest Pulis fan. I hate Pulis. <laughs> I can't stand him. I mean, I hope he. I, I was very close to put to twice this season tweeting Pulis out, but I, 
I might have to go to Middlesbrough at some point. I might still be in charge. I don't get rejected. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm not a big Tony Pulis fan in the slightest. Um, but look, big game for Albion. And they've got a little bit of, um, well, take Pulis aside, but a bit of revenge mission from, from the away trip at the Riverside as well. Yeah, so you got that. There's there's the one nil that they want to avenge from, from that. There's also the fact that Pulis has come back to the Hawthorns for the first time. So it'd be interesting. Good reception, yeah, from the fans? I don't know. I don't know. I think he should get... I don't think he should get booed, but I think I, he probably will get booed, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, I agree. I don't think he should get... Yes, I agree. I don't know how it's going to play, because <laughs> it because he was such a divisive character when he mm, was here. Mm. The fan base was split 50-50 all, all the way, really, up until that... Um, up until the, uh, the, you know, the, the final season, when mm. it all just went to pop. And... Mm. I don't know. I imagine. I imagine he's going to get some stick maybe. because they're playing attractive football now. Because they're winning or beating the championship, it's just you know. What I mean, it's completely different, isn't it? Yeah, it's the football. That I we're imagine enjoying. if he gets some stick, there might be a few, um, a few spiky uh, responses from, from from Tony in the uh, in the press room. Where, <laughs> I can imagine there'll be a few pointed remarks about what division. Albin and now I'm sure there'll be a little backhanded compliment. There will be something yeah. going on there, yeah. won't there? But uh, you know, I. It's going to be interesting. Mm. I don't know. I mean, everybody's got their own opinion on on, on Pulis, each fan, and that you know it ranges probably from, um, you know, one end of the scale to the other. So right. it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, I think the majority of people would just be desperate to win, though. Yeah, yeah. Because and that's, that, that is it, though, isn't it? There's subplots and there's the most important part of And then it. there's the three points. Yeah. And then there's the fact that Middlesbrough can actually draw level with Albion if they win. Mm-hmm. And you think, hang about, you know, Borough, he's supposed to be under pressure at Borough mm-hmm. and things aren't going very well. But if he if, if he wins on Saturday, they yeah. draw level on points. And yeah. you think, well, yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they, they, Albion need to win that. And... Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't, you would not put it against him to come and get a one 0 would you? <laughs> oh, he'll be absolutely determined. I'm absolutely certain. Um, so, so team wise, do, do we feel it's going to be more back, back, back to the league, the league team? Are there any changes? Or I mean, goodness me, you, you might have a new signing maybe on the bench. You never know. Yeah, you could do. Um, you could well do. I imagine it will be. Um, yeah, back, tried and trusted. Back to the league team. Um, you know, I think it'll be the the back five will change completely. Back to mm-hmm. Johnston, Gibbs, Dawson, Higazi, Holgate. Midfield will be interesting because it'll be interesting to see whether Morrison, Brunt, uh, or Phillips are are um, available. I I don't think Phillips will be mm. um, based on it. Sounds like quite a bad ankle injury. Mm. Um, Morrison and Brunt are probably a bit closer. Yeah. Um, but they're probably touch and go. Mm-hmm. So we'll wait and see. Mm-hmm. So you might need Livermore will be back, of course, from yeah. suspension. So I imagine yeah. Livermore will play because he'll be raring to go. So you'd have probably Livermore, Barry, and Harper. Mm-hmm. I would guess mm-hmm. in midfield. Um, and up front, Gail Rodriguez and, and Robson Cardo. Or maybe a, a, a new signing. Mm. You know, I don't know if you, it depends how it depends who that signing. It depends who that signing was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a really interesting afternoon, I'm sure. And how do how do I be approach the game if they're going to just just keep on going, or do they have to? Is it horses for course? They're going to have to change the style because you know what Middlesbrough are going to do. Well, Middlesbrough are going to do what they did at the Riverside, mm-hmm. which is um, pack defence, mm-hmm. five big boys, and try and press Albion high to get them to kick long. Yeah, and Danny um, Barber, I mean, that team looks which like is, he's going to Stoke. Yes, um, I saw that. Which is why I think Robson Cunningham might sort of have to play. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't really have much joy on Saturday with his back to goal against Dan Byrne or, or, or Shane Duffy, but I think 
you need his physical presence up there. Yeah. Against um, against uh, Middlesbrough because I think they missed that in the. Uh, did he play in the first game? I can't remember now. But anyway, they need they need someone up there to hold up the top, ball yeah. up, um, and they're going to need um, Harper probably um, or or Livermore to get up around those and win those knockdowns and and, and pick up those second mm-hmm. balls because otherwise. You know they could just be gobbled up like they were at the Riverside when Pulis sort of did a bit of a tactical job on Darren Moore. It sure. has to be said. So um, hopefully, I, th- I feel like Darren Moore's developed since then. I feel like he's, mm-hmm. he's he's got a few more strings to his bow. I feel like the team has developed since then. I feel like they've, they've got a few more strings to their bow. Um, hopefully, they can they can they can find a way of getting getting through that uh, that back line. And, and you know, roared on by a home crowd, they're probably going to be really really desperate for Albion to. Uh, to, to come away with three points, you know, hopefully they will do it. So that leaves me with predictions then. It is West Brom, HRB, it is Middlesbrough. Uh, Matt Wilson, can I, we have a prediction please? I just think he's got such a good record against his old clubs, mm-hmm. wherever he's gone. He did it at Albion, you know, he completely turned around Albion's fortunes against Stoke um, and Palace. He just, he doesn't lose to a, against his old clubs. I just think it's going to be a draw. I just think it'll be one all. I, I can't. I, I know that that won't please many people, but I just, I don't, I, I don't know. I just feel like Pulis. He loves to spoil a party, doesn't he? He just loves to spoil a party. <laughs> I just feel like he's going to do it. One all, as long as they don't, as long as they don't lose. What, on, about, what on, about you? Well, I'm not really a betting man, Matt, as you know. Uh, okay, I might like a punt from time to time. Every day. What? Pretty much every day. Um, West Bromwich Albion to beat Middlesbrough is one, is one of my bankers this weekend. Really? I really think that Albion will win, and I think they'll win by a couple of goals. Don't know what it is. Borough playing some really poor football at the moment. I think they're in a forced position as well. Um, I'm not the biggest Tony Pulis fan, but I will be astonished, Matt, and I mean astonished, if Middlesbrough in the playoff positions come the end of the season. I think they're in a forced position. I think they'll be looking to finish inside the top ten. Um, and I think this is kind of the game where it all goes a little bit peat tall. I think West Brom are too good. I think they'll be. I think they'll overmatch them on the Saturday. I hope they don't. But I think that the Albion will score a few goals. I think it'll be West Brom three, Middlesbrough one. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we've got John, John Obi McKenna midfield now. Oh, goodness me! Yeah, decent six years ago, coming from China. And Excellent journeyman. Gets thirty grand a week. I mean, he'll get you the goals, will they? That you need. <sighs> Don't, don't, don't. Start, we'll start this podcast all over again. Right, um, I'm not going to say fingers crossed three points on Saturday. I'll say may the best team win on Saturday. And I'm sure we'll have plenty of transfer news throughout the week. And remember to join Matt on deadline day on Thursday. But for this episode, from Matt, from me, take care. Have a great week. Bye-bye. <laughs>